right now. But I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times uh, did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, oh, I'm putting myself in a bad mood to start the show. What? Well, just listening to that. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't like your selection. Well, what's yours? Exactly. You got a better one? No, <laughs> we just don't like yours. Wee! Welcome to the RP Show. <laughs> Excuse you? Did you pass wind? No, I just got to fix the mic. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. It is uh, Flame Tech Football Friday. It's just going to be fantastic. I see Trevor Red Ranger on YouTube. He's into it. He says, give her time. Let's go. What does Tom Brady say? LFG. <laughs> Tom can literally get away with anything. Oh, yeah. That's what I found out about one Tom Edward Brady. Uh, from Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York. Good day to the Rod Squad and to my friends around the world from Overcast, Saratoga, New York. It's Football Friday. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, the general in Calgary says, my Giants ruined my Friday. Well, before I go any further, what should I use as a splashy gif for the, the tweet of the links where to watch this show? Uh... Should I do? I can't say Redskins. No, I was gonna say there's probably um, a New Fitzpatrick. York Giants. There's probably a Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he didn't play. He didn't play. Oh, I got one. I got one. Victor Cruz. Uh, the salsa. Yeah, I like <laughs> I it. Found it. I like it. You can go to my Twitter right now. You'll see it. That's how we do things around here. Yeah. On the fly. I'm very excited to welcome uh, the guest today. Coming up in hour one, Cynthia Freeland. Okay. You know where you love her, NFL Network. Every Sunday morning, she's on there breaking down the numbers. And I had been following her for ages, but I'm finally going to get to talk to her coming up in hour one of the program today. And you too, yeah. and the guests as well, or sorry, the viewers as well. Um, I, I want to know her deal in terms of the analytics, where she comes up with this. Because if you go back on her Twitter feed, she just had fun analytic predictions for the Thursday night game. She's like, Saquon Barkley, 39 yards, yes or no? Uh, by the way, he ended up with 57. And she predicted the score within, it was like Washington by six. And as you know, it was by one. And we're going to get to that. I just want to know where she comes up with this stuff. What's her background? All that. And then the Toronto Argonauts. I'm not sure what his official title is. I'm just going to call him the assistant general manager, John Murphy. Murph. He's going to be with us an hour too. Now, I haven't quite figured this out yet. Because he offered to come into the bunker and then it was poo-pooed by the powers that be because of COVID stuff. And yet, I went down to the Hotel Saskatchewan yesterday, had to get a shine on my shoes. <clears throat> That's not even a metaphor, like I literally did. Yeah. And I ran into some Argo players, we're hugging, we're talking, and then some Ryder players came and interrupted us, we're hugging, and we're talking, and I'm like, I don't understand. What's the difference between Murph and these players? I've now hugged literal players from three different teams, and that seems fine. But Murph can't come in here? I wasn't going to hug him. Does that make a difference? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was on an elevator this morning. There's two guys in the elevator with masks on, and I'm like, don't! We're there now, aren't we? Sorry! 
And of course, I got that death stare like I was a serial killer. I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> We're back there again. Are we ever? And it's worse. Well, we're going to get to the actual football talk. This thing's slipping out of my ear here. What's this? Hit him again, ye men of Calgary. Go Stamps. Jeffrey and it's Stamps game day two. Okay, I'll get to the football. I guess I was kind of talking football, but that's it. That's what's going on. So, quick six show horn, uh, please, if you don't mind. Quick six show topic. All right. By the way, this is the uh, warm-up brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Uh, Thursday night football, Washington 30, the New York Giants 29. We all watched it, right? You want to know, if you care, Washington was favored by 3.5. So the Giants did beat the spread. What do you get in the standings for that, Moose? Do you get anything? Do you yeah. get a trophy or anything? No, you get a pat on the back. And, uh... <laughs> That's, and a lot of people are mad at you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Heineke and Dustin Hopkins made the most of their second chances on Thursday Night Football. Washington needed every last second of the game to earn a long-awaited win over the New York Giants at FedEx Field. Hopkins made a 43-yard field goal on an untimed down after a penalty negated his miss just seconds earlier, and Washington beat New York 30-29 to on Thursday night, snapping a five-game win streak for the Giants in the series between the two. It also gave Heineke another moment in the sun after he cost Washington with a late-game interception. The 28-year-old quarterback was making his second career start in the regular season and first since 2018, but he was a bit of a sensation, as you recall, Moose, last year because he played for Washington in the playoffs against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Wonderful football game Thursday night. So great. You maybe there was people writing in here yesterday going, boring matchup. Just watch the game. You couldn't take your eyes off it. Daniel Jones, what a shame for this kid that the Giants lost. Because that might have been his best game ever in the National Football League. And if you saw, I tweeted, who's the guy in the Daniel Jones jersey? Right. And uh, Zig <laughs> Fracossi from NFL Radio goes, oh, the guy that's 4-0 against Washington. Zig shoves it right in my face. <laughs> well, I guess he can only play against Washington because he's like four and a hundred against everybody else. He looked great last night and his team let him down. Where's the Giants fans today? Lawrence jumps offside. That's the penalty that I was reading. Drop pass in the end zone. Giants should have won the ball game, but that's football, as Corey Chamberlain says. Yeah, they should have won the ball game. They're the better team. I think they showed last night that they're the better team. The Washington defense does not look like the Washington defense that we thought was coming into the season. The Washington defense that was elite last season with Chase Young, Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, yeah. They look average. Completely negated last night. Completely. They did not look anything like what we think they're going to look like. And maybe that's what they are. You know, you are who you are. Maybe the Washington defense isn't that good. But you're right. Daniel Jones, I mean, he had 73 rushing yards in the first half. And that included, what was that, a 70-yard touchdown run that got called back? Poor guy. Poor guy. Like, I like that. Who's the guy in the Daniel Jones jersey? Because he was, <laughs> he was playing very, very good. Zig didn't like it. And he didn't get any help. You know, the rookie receiver who dropped a touchdown, had another big gain, dropped. A couple untimely drops. But they look good, but they, did, they get nothing for it. So we'll see where they go from here. But what looked like a boring matchup turned into a really entertaining game. You just got to watch. And if you don't like it, change to something else. But last night was not that. By the way, I got a lot of things on the go here. Hang on. I didn't even realize that apparently we launched the contest. I'm going to do that right now. The first hour of the RP show is brought to you by Explore Edmonton and HSBC World Rugby Sevens. It's coming up. It's like a week away. 
So we're giving away a free pair of tickets for the two-day World Rugby Sevens taking place in Edmonton next weekend. All you have to do is text me on the Prairie Mobile text line right now, 306-840-8777. You know how I knew that we launched it? Because people are already writing in. So are we going to pick a random number or give it to the first person? We'll decide in the break. All right. But people are already writing in. Just send me a note. That's it. And if you win the tickets and you don't go, I'll know. And you'll be flogged at midfield. You'll be beaten. <laughs> Not virtually. Because I don't want to give away tickets to somebody because you're a contest whore. And then you don't go. How about that? To putting that out there. All right. How do you like my phrasing? I'm good with it. feel like you didn't like that. What, contest whore? Yeah. Well, prize pig. It's all the Pri- same Prize thing. pig, whatever. Uh, That's what we call them in the, in the okay. inside of the industry. Nelson Hakowicz writes in our VP of Sim Events. Is that still a thing? He writes in and says, he's got a comment to what I'm about to read. My next point was CFL discipline. The Canadian Football League announced Thursday Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive lineman A.C. Leonard has been suspended for one additional game due to verbal abuse and unacceptable behavior towards the doping control officers. Leonard was previously suspended for two games for failing to provide a sample for drug testing. How do we feel about that? Nelson says, RP, after it came out that A.C. Leonard verbally assaulted the CFL drug testing official, are those what you call CLMs, career-limiting moves? And will he make it to the end of the year on a roster with those antics? I think that he will, yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of guys are writing me going, what do you know about A.C. Leonard? Is he like this? I said, I don't know. We were on the same team together, but I barely knew the guy. I know he's a great player, but I don't know him personally. Do we ever really know somebody unless you follow him home from the stadium? I don't think you do. Right. So he's not going to lose his job. You know why? Because he's a great player. That's why. Yeah, no, that's exactly why. You know, yes, if he's not a great player, these would be career-limiting moves, right? Because when you're great, this is unfortunate. I'm not saying it's the way it should be or anything like that. But when you are very good, um, people are willing to put up with a lot. A lot. When you're not so good and you can be easily replaced, not willing to put up with as much. So it's all about your ability to be replaced. A.C. Leonard's a very good football player, hard to replace. So they'll put up with this stuff until he can be replaced. Kaboom, boys and girls. There's a lesson in discipline. How good are you? Depends on whether you keep your job or not. (laughs) Trust me. I know. Um, And then furthermore, Andrew Harris was fined for his role in the Banjo Bowl for grabbing Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive back Christian Campbell's face mask in a reckless and unsafe manner. So he wasn't kicked out. He got fined. Uh, Rider safety Mike Adam was fined for a tourist hit on Winnipeg Blue Bombers receiver Nick Dembski. Hockey guys were texting me yesterday going, what's a tourist hit? I said it's a hit way away from the play that has nothing to do with the play. An unnecessary hit away from the play, which we see in hockey all the time. I didn't really know how to explain that other than that. He's just being a tourist over there. He was being a tourist. He got hit. Nowhere near the action. It's exactly how it sounds. Yes. In, in hockey, you would call it interference, probably, or two minutes for being stupid. Yeah. Uh, moving on to point three. I'm looking at the odds for our official betting partner, Bet Regal. Bet Regal, touchdown, Steagle. Because we got some things going on in the CFFL, right? With Trevor Harris hitting the sixth game, David Watford starting at quarterback. 
The guys at Bet Regal have sharpened their pencil with the odds here, by the way. they I'm telling you, David Watford may be the third-string quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Don't sleep on him now. He's been in this league long enough. I think I was saw in SportsCenter 32 career games in the league. Watford's good. And the odds makers clearly know that because Hamilton's favored by 2.5 tonight over the Calgary Stampeders in the first of a Friday night football doubleheader. And then later on tonight, the Rough Riders... Of course, host the Toronto Argonauts. Riders favored by four. If you want to take my bet, I would say take the Argos to beat the spread. I think they're going to win the game tonight. I really do. I'll be on my way to Florida. I'm not sure I'm even going to be able to watch the game. I might have to catch the highlights when I get up tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow, it's the Alouettes. Uh, They're favored by three at home over the BC Lions. I would take that. And now the Blue Bombers, that major swing here. The Blue Bombers are now favored by seven over the Edmonton Elks in Canada's game of the week. So again, bet Regal, touchdown Steagle. They've affected the line, Trevor Harris being gone for six games. Terrible, terrible, terrible thing there. Uh, Are we thinking that's the season for the Edmonton Elks with this news? If he's going to be out for the full six, it might be. Yeah. It might be. But again, what'd you say? It might be the next Jake Mayer, right? Could be. Might be be the next Jake Mayer. So... Um, we'll wait and see. I don't want to write him off before the kids played, but Trevor Harris is Trevor Harris. So that's tough to lose your starting quarterback. It's hard to recover from. Go Elks. But uh, we got to watch. It's must-see TV. The warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina and Data Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. We are. Taking care of business today. I feel like Backman Turner on overdrive. <laughs> the point four Toronto Blue Jays continue their postseason push tonight at Rogers Center in the opener of a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins. The Jays are tied with the Boston Red Sox for the two American League wildcard spots, while the Yankees are a half game back after losing to Baltimore last night. Toronto and Boston were idle. This might be a good poll question. What were you what are you going to be watching this weekend? CFL or MLB? assuming you only have one television. Right. And you're Edgar and Martha. You got one television in the living room. What are you watching Friday and Saturday? Canadian Football League or MLB? Can we tweet that? Uh, Point five. A lot of things going on, like Western Hockey League, where we reside out here in Western Canada. I see the Pats. Our beloved Pats are at the PA Raiders. The Moose Jaw Warriors are at Swift Current. Uh, Medicine Hats at Lethbridge. Edmonton's at Saskatoon. Portland's at Spokane. I had to rely on our buddy Piss Jug to tell me that it's Mike Babcock's first game tonight for the Saskatchewan Huskies. They're home to the Calgary Dinos. I had a Huskies football player's dad call me this morning. He's on his way to Saskatoon for the Huskies. I guess they got a kickoff luncheon today. I didn't know too much about this, which is fine. Who the hell am I? But I can tell you this, as you know, because you've been a test, a witness to it, the Miami Dolphins have called me three times this week. Very aggressive. Right? You all set? Coming to the game? Got your tickets? Where are you sitting? We're coming down to see you. And, and it's 2021. You can't BS on this stuff anymore. Yeah. Follow my social and you're going to see that this is going down. So I guess I thank God for those guys calling me because I didn't really know what was going on. Like you, The point being for teams now in 2021 in Canada, I feel they've gotten a little lazy. You need to work to get out front of people. I went to the Instagram of some of the universities, and I see it's the home opener for the Cougar soccer, and it's on their Instagram. That's what they always say. It's on our website. Just go. 
I don't have time to go to 1,800 websites. I do not. I need to have it put right in my face. And the Miami Dolphins get it. Bingo. I think maybe it's an American thing. No, you nailed it. Just It has to be put in your face. And it is important. Make sure it's available. If people are looking for the information, it's got to be on your website, on your social, and all those types of things. But having the information on your website, that is good for... That, that will attract your fans. Yeah. Right? But it's not going to attract new fans. Right? No. Those people are already following your website. They're already following your social, so they're coming anyway. So you want to make sure that you try and get it out in front of other people. Now, you can't possibly... Contact everybody. Do personal invitations for everybody and take, give that kind of one-on-one attention to everybody. But to certain people, you can try and leverage some influence and they'll get the word out to more people. And, you know, social media is a tool. You had a vehicle before where you could drive to different towns and market your team. Now you got social media. You still got to work at it. You got to put it. You still time. have to work at it. And my thing is we are the te- television crew of the Regina Pats Hockey Club. But then we find out that the CBC is coming in to do the home opener. Connor Bedard. And the Pats against the PA Raiders are like, sorry, uh, Rod and Darren, but you're bumped because CBC is coming in. So our, your next broadcast is October 10th. I'm like, you know what? I think I'll just stay in Florida then. You know what I mean? Good. Mm-hmm. Fine. You don't need us. I'll just stay in Florida. It's warmer. <laughs> Did we have Cynthia? She logged in yet? Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we'll just take a quick break. But I was talking to some of the Argos yesterday. Americans from the Deep South, and they were talking about, they're like, there's a nip in the air. They were saying, they, they've noticed how cold it's gotten. I said, I'm out of here. The warm-up's been brought to you by Ecole Electric, and we'll be right back. We'll be talking with NFL Network Cynthia Freeland next. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on the RP Show. Game Plus Television Network, uh, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 